and welcome back to another episode of Cloudy with a Chance of Beans. How have you been, man? Honestly. It hasn't been that long. I, yeah, I know, but with my work schedule and stuff, it's not like we get to hang out like a lot like we used to before I got this job. You know Good. Um, a lot of things I'm excited for. Can't wait to move out into my own place. Um, can't wait to start working. Oh, you're back. That wasn't an affront to you. I just really miss being by myself all the time. Feels like a front, but okay. Kind of. No, it's fine. It's fine. I get and it. A front, not front. It's okay. No, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't I wait can't for wait that. To move out either. I can't wait to decorate my house however I want. Um, not that. No, I'm only saying I'm not doing that here because I know I'll be moving out soon. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, Again, I feel like this is a shot at me, but all right. Continue. Can't wait to have my kitchen clean all the time. <laughs> That's a shot at you. The other ones weren't. The other ones were like literally just. I can't wait to like. Just moving, I find fun too. Like, I, oh, a new space. You're not looking forward to, like, learning a new area? I don't... Okay, first of all, I don't look at it as learning a new area. That's weird to me. No, like, not your house, but, like, the area, like, where you're going to live at. I don't find it fun to learn. I just I just do. No, I can't wait to, like... I'm probably moving to blank. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going to move. Um, because we have a million subscribers now. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. They popped off overnight. Yep. Just divide that by 100, and then you'll be about accurate. Actually, I think even more than that. A thousand? I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm going to try a few restaurants around the area. I'm yeah? Gonna, I'm going to decorate my space. Um, I'm going to get a blackout curtain for my room for when I sleep. I'm thinking about doing the same. I had to do that for South Carolina because I went to bed at 8 a.m. Yeah, that I makes would, sense. I could not sleep otherwise. But yeah, it improves the quality of your sleep tenfold. Well, from sleeping here oh yeah, especially. and being on the corner... Of the fucking apartment building. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I I regret not trying to get those. So that is a smart move yeah. that I may follow suit in. Luckily for sleep quality it balances out. Uh the colder generally it is in your area, with an exception, the better quality sleep you'll get. Like if you're in a chilled room that's completely dark, that's the best sleep you'll get. I've also thought of for an alarm system, getting like four different alarm clocks. And then setting them one minute after each other. Because then I have to get up and shut them each off. And then I just can't, won't go back to bed at that point because I'll be up. I have a really good idea for alarm. Yeah? I'll call it the racial slur randomizer alarm. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Here's what happens. You have your phone set up on the other side of the, on the other room. And there's a robotic rubber hand that is a finger pointing down on a send button you have set up. And you have the timer set where the finger will go down and press send on all your statuses and updates with just a single randomized racial slur starting at 8.15. And the alarm goes off at 8.13. So you have two minutes to go up and stop your career from being ruined. Okay. That'd work. I... Yeah, would, but would that work? like eventually you'd be like, I don't give a shit. Just <laughs> you're like, just, then you just like give yeah, in to the cancellation? Because then you're like, I'll delete it. Yeah, the like, fun part, though, is it's randomized. So it's not the same one every time. Right, right, But you just think I'll just delete it. You just have to hope it's like one against Italians so people don't care as much. You know what I mean? Right. Or a white person. Yeah. You just take yeah. your luck. Just cracker. And then you're like, oh, no. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, you'd be like. I was talking about saltines. You'd be you'd be playing the odds at that point. <laughs> or it's just like, okay, let's see here. We all know which one you, know, that you don't want to get. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what do you think I'm talking about? Say it out loud fully. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. The worst one? Yeah. 
Probably Guinea. Well, it's obviously not the worst one because you said it out loud with no qualms. Qualm? Hey, like qualms? I said, no one cares about white racial slurs. In the words of Tom Segura, no one cares. Uh, stealing another bit. Good idea. I wasn't stealing another bit. It's okay. That's why I gave Tom credit. I steal bits all the time. However, that alarm clock idea was completely original. No, I know it was. I wasn't. Sa- I was not claiming that you stole anything. You know, I'm sure somebody else elsewhere has actually either thought of that before or done a skit on it. So, what? My oh. alarm clock idea. Racial alarm clocks. Yeah. I don't know. See, you could you could make that it's argument kind of a, for almost anything. kind of a basic idea, really. You can make that argument for like anything. Oh, somebody probably joked about this. Yeah, probably. There's how many people in the world? Four billion? Five billion? Yeah. There's so many people. There's way more than that. You, you're double. telling me there haven't been we're up to eight billion similar ideas bounced off each other at this point no no way yeah damn it yeah. isn't that crazy we're up to eight billion I know it is crazy that's a lot of people and then it'll get up to probably about ten and then we will face extreme population decrease within the next thirty years you think, think it'll plateau and then I think it's gonna do the opposite people expect us to get up to like fifty billion and then million billions will starve I bet we will reach about 10, 12 billion or so, maybe even less, and then we'll actually in- experience a major population decrease. So you think it'll just... Yeah. See, I, f- I feel like it'd plateau off. It wouldn't plateau. Why wouldn't why it would plateau? It, why would it plateau? All of a sudden, we've just reached a equilibrium where things are just steady. Right. No. People are dying as fast as they're coming out of the womb. Well, currently, at this rate, more people are being born. I know, I'm just saying, I'm saying like eventually. Well, think about birth rates in the United States. I don't know the birth rates most in the United the peop- I'm Okay, most of the people you know have like one kid in their late 20s and then maybe two. Okay. Like the more advanced or the higher up, I think it's like a, it's like tiered one through four society or something like that. The higher up they get, uh, the less... Uh, births there are. Yeah, hence why it would level the off population once increase. everyone else catches up. Yeah, and then it decreases. Because once you start, once you level off, So you're saying it it'll decrease. decrease and then level. No, it'll decrease and then keep going down. <laughs> and it'll probably increase a little bit again. It'll never level off. It's uh, impossible. I see it plateauing. And then I there are countries... impossible. Well, the more advanced your society is, the less, you know, the less birthing you're going to have. Have or want? Have or want? Have or want. That's two different things. Have. If you want, you're going to have it. No, I mean, like, you're saying, like, most people are only going to, like, have one to two kids. Yeah. So you're saying most people only wanted two kids. Once people have the ability to become financially secure and educated and really provide a good life for their child, they're going to wait until later on to do it, and then they'll have kids in their mid to late 20s. And then by the time you reach your late 20s, you only have room for maybe one or two more anyway. Because <coughs> then the fertility rates decrease in women at around like age 28 to 34 or something. This is a very fun conversation. All right. <laughs> I don't know how it started. I think I just made it for Oh, yeah. World population number. It annoys me how everybody thinks that their excuse for not having kids is, what, well, so I can bring them into this horrible world? They'll be overcrowded, overpopulation. Guess what? That thought process is going to make it with a major population decrease and die off. That is dumb. Is that thought a better process. alternative? That is a dumb thought process. Why wouldn't you have kids and then try to make the world a better place with yeah. that kid? That you just give it up. You just don't want to change a diaper at two a.m. Right. Which right. I get You're that. Just like, 
Just say that then. Just say you don't want to have a kid. Exactly. Don't be like, I don't want to have him in this horrible world where we still have cars that run on gas. I'm it's okay like, with you, you not wanting kids. It's just if your reason is stupid and you're just coming say, out. I don't want kids. I'm no. like, that's not that's not a part of my life plan. Okay, I can get behind that because you don't want to have kids. And I would prefer that you didn't have kids because I don't want you to... Uh, the worst thing that can happen is a parent that doesn't want their child. That's the worst thing that can happen. Well, for that in that scenario. <laughs> that can be a lot worse, dude. And Ever heard of the scenario. number 6 million? Does that ring a bell to you? No. Oh, it doesn't? No. I've heard it be 8 million, sometimes 7 million. What are you talking about? You really not know where I'm going with this? No. The Holocaust. Oh, jeez. That's something that's worse. Yeah, no, that's bad. Really, that number meant nothing to you? No, it meant nothing to me. Okay, well, I don't remember those numbers. Right. I'm not a number. I'll give guy. you another. I'm not going to do it because it's seen as bad, but it's funny. I'll give you another number, and you probably wouldn't know what it is. Probably not. It's a statistic. Yeah, don't give me this. I can already know the direction that's going to go. Do you know what statistic I'm going to bring up? Or would bring up if I'm not cowardly? Baseball statistics. Yep. On base percentages. Um. No. Who scored the most touchdowns for, for an NFL wide receiver? Unironically, who has scored the most touchdowns in NFL history? Touchdowns or just touchdowns by in position? Oh, that's a good just question. Just in general. Um, got to be like a quarterback, right? Uh, Maybe. No, not a running back. Running, I'd, I'd say quarterback. No, I would say running back because you, you can get rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns. I'd say quarterback because you could also get rushing touchdowns or passing touchdowns. That's right. You could throw for four passing touchdowns a game, and that's more normal. Okay. You know what? I'm going to throw out. I'm switching to a quarterback. I'm going to throw out a guess and say it is George. It's something Blanda. He was like the Tom Brady before Tom Brady. He played for like 30 years. Isn't Tom, isn't Tom Brady up for that record? Probably pretty damn close. If he doesn't already have it, I feel like Tom I has think it. George Blanda is his name. I think Tom Brady has for oldest, probably yeah. But George Blanda before him. Okay, are like, we talking single season or are we talking career? Career all time touchdowns. Because I think single season, I think Peyton Manning's got it. Just touchdowns in general. Yes. Not passing, just touchdowns in general. You think Peyton Manning has most touchdowns in a single season I as an NFL player? As an NFL player, I think I don't Tom care has about it. single season. I'm talking about total. Total, I think Tom has it. Okay, I think Tom just got it. I bet Brett Favre's in top ten. Probably. I bet it's mainly quarterbacks. Okay. We Brett Favre absolutely demolishes most interceptions in a career. Who leads? I think Brett Favre has like 300-something interceptions, and then number two has like 190. NFL like he obliterated that sucker. Total TDs. Touchdowns. touchdowns, not passes. Now, oh. Oh, Jerry Rice has the most touchdowns of all time. And most receiving yards. Not only does Jerry Rice have the most receiving yards and touchdowns of all time, but he also owns the record for the most touchdowns scored. Rice rallied 208 touchdowns over his 20-year career. Emmett Smith's number two. LT's number three. Randy Boss is number... Okay, they're running backs or wide receivers, I guess. So much for the quarterback. CESPN.com, NFL all-time touchdown leaders. It's the top. This one? Yeah. It's weird. So this is definitely this Thrones, is not. Rollins, Marcus Allen, Marshall Falk. Why is Adrian Peterson all caps? That's weird. I don't know. Marvin Harrison. Yeah, but there's not a quarterback on this list. No, there's not. Sean Alexander, Tony Gonzalez. That's actually surprising. Stop scrolling and just hold it I'm tight, so, please. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the scene to see if it was total touchdowns. Walter Payton, Larry Fitzgerald, Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates is surprising. That's. I know he was good, but holy shit, top 15 of all-time touchdowns. I would not have guessed that. Um, Look at how far up Jerry Rice is, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 208. Yeah. Emmett Smith is 175. 
To be fair, Emmett Smith only played like what nine seasons. No, he played longer than that. Did he? They usually have a pretty short span. Nineties to he retired in early two thousands with the cart. Well, his last season was with the Cardinals in probably like oh two, and then he started probably early nineties. Hmm. So ten. I can't believe Jerry Rice played for twenty years. I think his last season he was on the Seahawks. He was. he was in Madden something as a Seahawks. Yeah, he also played for the Raiders. I was like, what the fuck? He's on the Seahawks? He also played for the Raiders. I think those I last... Like, missing a t- team like, probably too. those last eight touchdowns was as a Seahawk. That's weird to think about. Okay. Well, I think, actually, that was the season that Hasselbeck and them almost won, made it to the Super Bowl. You remember that? No. The one where... Uh, you don't remember the famous Hasselbeck coin toss where he goes, we're gonna, we'll take the ball and we're going to score? Okay. And then he threw a pick six immediately? You don't hey. remember that? Did you hear any of the words I just said, or was that pointless to even utter them at all? No, I heard it. What'd I say? Pass, touchdown, pick. Wrong. Close. Not even. It's close game. You missed the point. Brett Favre, number four. But here, by the way, here's to- here's passing touchdowns. Wow! Tom, t- Tom Brady, 620. I didn't know Tom was that far ahead. So that, four, that, st- that stat beforehand was for non-quarterbacks. Yeah, and then quarterbacks just... Absolutely I was like, there's hammered. no way. Dude, a guy named Dave Krieg destroyed uh, even Jerry Rice. And I've never heard of Dave Krieg before. I haven't either. Is George Bland on there? Vinny Testaverde's on there. That's such a 19th. Joe Montana's only 19th. Warren Moon, okay. This, this should speak volumes because everybody talks about Joe Montana being one of the best quarterbacks all time. I think he just had a short career, honestly. Matt Ryan is number nine? Eli I guess. 10. Ben Roethlisberger, number eight. Matt Ryan will beat out. No, well, he might not. Beat okay, out Dan Marino being number seven is probably the most impressive because he did it with three less games now. You know what I mean? Right. Well, a lot of these quarterbacks are. I'm so pissed to see Philip Rivers on there. My guess is they're all capitalized because at the time of this. Oh, yeah, yeah that active. would make sense because they're, they're still players. active. Yep, it says right there. Um, Aaron's at five. He'll probably end up beating out. Brett. Oh, maybe not. Man, it's nuts that Drew Brees beat Peyton Manning by like 30. I knew that because I know I remember Tom surpassing Drew. Yeah. So I knew. Man, he really surpassed him. But yeah. Like 60. Um, let me look. So rushing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is only like 50 away from Brett Smith. That'll be a fun day when he gets beat. Rush, rushing. Yeah, right there. Frank Gore's number three. Well, think about his longevity in the league. Also, talk about this. He finished with exactly 16,000. I bet that's what he was waiting for. That's pretty dope, actually. He kept waiting to come back to see if he could get a chance to get an even number. OJ, OJ Simpson's 21. <laughs> Believe it? Was you stab her 21 times? The juice! Ironic? I don't know. Is <laughs> you know how fucking crazy that would be? That would be funny. He's like, I'm 21 on the... <laughs> they use it as evidence been, in court. He would have been higher up on that list at that time, though. Jerome Bettis, number eight. That's the bus. This is just rushing yards now, but uh, oh, that's funny. Do interceptions? I think Brett Favre has three hundred thirty-one. Is this interceptions thrown or interceptions? Um, like I don't know. People who have gotten interceptions. I think if not, I bet Ed Reed's number one or Troy Polamalu. Uh, my guess is going to be Deion Sanders. Paul Krause. Who? Don't know. Darren Sharper's defense. Ed Reed's number seven. Charles Woodson's. Six. So these are all. These are like DBs and older, quarterbacks. Older, and shit. old school. Stop scrolling. Sorry, I thought we were done. 
Emmett Tom, Mel Blount. I don't know half of these people. Yeah, I don't know three-fourths of them. I know Ed Reed. I know... Dick Lane. That's funny. He's number four. I know Darren Sharper. Man, that sucks. I want to know, like... All right, Google separately who has thrown the most interceptions. I know I, it's Brett Favre. It's either Brett Favre or Peyton Manning. And it's 331. It's 300-something. The most innies. Intercepties. In ever. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, there it was. Down, down, down. Scroll down. Scroll down. Brett Favre, 336. George Blanda, number two. And then Vinny Testaverde comes back, baby. I don't even know who the hell that is, to be honest with you. He just has a fun name. Peyton Manning's number nine. Dan Marino's number eight. Man, Peyton Manning is not up there. See, look how much farther ahead Brett Favre is from everybody. That's because he threw the gamble ball, Yeah, he was. He He did not give a shit. He was fun to watch, but... He gambled. It was just as exciting when he threw a beam that was either a touchdown or an interception. Either, he either lost it or won it. He didn't yeah. give a shit. And it was awesome every time. And sack leaders? I'm pretty sure that's just uh, Lawrence Taylor. Maybe Michael Strahan? He's got to be top 10. I don't think so. Strahan's got to be top 10. I think Lawrence Taylor is number one. No, Lawrence Taylor is not number ha! one. Ha! Strahan number six. Strahan's six. Uh, Julius Peppers is fourth. Demarcus Ware. That makes sense. I remember him being good. Demarcus Terrell Suggs. He's up there. Yeah. Jared Allen, number 12. Wow. Dwight L- Freeney. LT is not on there. Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. Oh, no, Mathis. Lawrence Taylor's right here at 14. You see that? Dwight what? Freeney and Robert Mathis were both Colts, and they're like back-to-back, 18-19. Oh, really cool. Lawrence Taylor, yeah, it's 14. Wow, Lawrence Taylor. I figured Lawrence Taylor was up there more. Funny enough, is he, none of these guys are current players. Does Lawrence Taylor lead the league in uh, tackles then? Maybe. I actually don't know about that one. I feel like he leads the league in something. He he's arguably the best defensive player all time NFL. He's also the best shatterer of femur bones. Or was it his ulna? The calf Tackles. bone. Career. Oh wow, Ray Lewis. That's a lot. NFL tacker and tackers. Tacker. NFL tackles career leaders since 1994. Junior Seau, Brian Urlacher. Oh, these are all Seau old school stud. names. I Brian love it. Urlacher. Derek Brooks, London Fletcher, Charles. I recognize all these names. Antoine Winfield. That's a bit surprising. He's a cornerback, isn't he? Yes, he is. He had 900. Eric Weddle's on there at 21. That's actually Brian Dawkins. I remember him. He was Rich, Rodney Harrison. I recognize all these people. These Dude. are all like the 2006 2008 Madden era. Brian Dawkins was a beast, too. He was. He was Eagles like safety, wasn't he? Yeah. He was also. Did he play for the Broncos for a little bit? I'm not sure. I only recognize him from the Eagles. Brian Donkins, Philadelphia. 96 to 2011. He retired 10 years ago. Denver. He did play for Denver in 2011. I thought so. Isn't his son in the league now? <sighs> Seems like there's so many corners and safeties that now have sons in the league. Like Winfield, I, right? Anton Winfield's son plays for the Chargers. Yeah, that's insane. Or no. Isn't it Bucks? That was the Bucks. There's, there's a, another son though that plays for the Chargers, and I'm trying to think of. Isn't, Winfield does play for the Bucks. Who plays for the? Ch- Start with the C. Cromarty. His son? No, it's not Cromarty. Um, it was. Uh, let's see if he's on here. Who does Dad play for? Uh, I don't remember. And then as soon as as soon as I I hear it, I'm gonna be like, "Yep, that's him." Oh man, Oof. let me think here. 
Ah, that's going to bother me. Ty Law, I remember him. I'm going to look it up. Chargers. Defense. Hall of Fame. Backs. Just a list. Um, Chargers depth chart. These are probably going to be current numbers, dude. Yeah, this is what I want. I'm looking for that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thanks. All right. Wow, that's a shit website. Go to roster. No, no, no. It's there. Roster. Okay, I want... Keenan Allen. No, that's a wide receiver. Oh, wait, here. Corners and defensive backs. Asante Asante Samuel Samuel. Jr. That's what it is. That's it, because he played for... Who does that the Vikings, right? His dad? I think. No, I thought his dad was an eagle, too. I think his dad was an eagle. Winfield was a Vikings guy, I think, at one point. That might be. Sante Samuel. It wasn't 49ers, was he? Uh, oh, Patriots? Is that what that said? Yeah, I think he was Patriots. I'm only remembering this from Madden games, like 2006, 2008. New, New England, yeah. New England, and then and Philadelphia, then Philly, then Atlanta, and finished out in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, but he only stopped playing in 2013. That means his son came into the league not even 10 years after. That's a long time ago, dude. Say his son was born in 03. Yeah, but his dad, his, his uh, son just got drafted like a couple of years ago. Okay, that's we'll, why. That's let's do the math. 03. I know, I'm just saying like for them. He's got to be younger. Like their him. careers are not that far apart NFL-wise. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like his son has to be like what, 22 maybe? Because this is. This that is, would mean he would have to be born like around our age. Like 2000, 2001. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm just seeing if he... I don't know. It doesn't show. Oh, well. But that was fun. But, yeah. No, he... uh, Those two for sure, and then... uh, That guy's name is Jesse Tuggle. That's a good name. Let me look up who Antoine... uh, Or who was I looking up? I don't know. Who's the the one? Oh, Winfield. Winfield. Yeah, and... Winfield. I bet it was Vikings. The well, old senior. The, yeah, there the, it is, senior. There's Tampa Bay. There, 2006. Oh, wait, no, that's junior. That's Vikings. 2006. Oh, there you go. You were right. All right, we should probably change the subject because I bet Buffalo. This he is played, boring. He played it for the first five years in Buffalo and finished it out in Minnesota. I think I remember that vaguely. That's crazy. Okay, yeah, we can talk about something else now. Buffalo. That was a fun rabbit hole, though, for me. Yes. I really enjoyed that. This is the shite that you like. Oh. Farted twice. Awesome. That's going to smell, too. Have yeah, fun with that. I'll preemptively do it. Actually, I aimed like it that way, Iraq. so you shouldn't have an issue. I don't think that's how farts work. No, I think so. Ever so vaguely. It goes the, the way you aim it. It's a gaseous object. And there's me. no crosswind here, so you shouldn't get a whiff. Yeah. You remember that last episode where you could see my bulge? I don't think sure. you can this time because I'm not wearing my shark shorts. I'm Thank just wearing God. my shorts, my black ones. Yeah, we we were discussing the other day when we went on a walk. You get honked at all the time in those. Yes. <laughs> and that quite quite frequently actually. And that makes you want to continue wearing them. You know, I'm actually okay with it. I don't really care that much. I think it's funny. You think it's other like straight guys or? It's been women. Oh, it has been women. Yes. Oh, that's good, at least. There's one that actually was a repeat offender that I recognized. It was the same red car. Really? Yeah. How it's, a, it's a blonde woman who always wears shades. Okay, yeah. Have you gotten her to pull over yet? No. You should. 
Well, I think it's kind of a cowardly move to honk anyway and just keep driving. Somebody who would do that wouldn't stop and be like, hey. Now, think about this. Think about how fucked up this is. Okay. If it was the other way around and you were honking at her. If that happens all the That happens way more short often. Shorts. You'd be crucified. That happens way more often. You would be crucified. Dead. On the street. Like what happened to me is the minority. <laughs> it happens way more often the other way around. I know. And no, it's it's the white the white shorts that I have that, that happens. It's just the white ones that do it? From what I can remember, it's the white ones that do it the most. That's so funny. I've never in my life been honked at. The first time I was confused, like, was that was that at me? And then it happened more. I was like, all right, okay. There's something I'm doing here. That's it's, just it's the short probably shirt. the shorts. At least you. I usually go on walks after I work out, so I have a good pump going too. Oh. So I'm looking like five percent better than I usually do. So I think it's probably uh, the shorts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've switched to like hypertrophy training, so like I get like a a heavy pump in my legs because I do like high repetitions for like body weight squats and stuff. Okay. And it just gets them swollen. I'm still stuck on whatever word you just said before. Hypertrophy? You don't know what hypertrophy means? I thought you lifted. I do lift. I don't know the terminology. You lifted for like six years. I never learned that word. Hypertrophy just means uh, longer time under tension. Strength training is like five reps and below. And hypertrophy, generally speaking, is like five to thirty reps, where it's like where you feel the burn. Yeah. See, it was never hypertrophy ex- is like the burn. See, it was never explained to me. We just yeah, you like, only did hypertrophy training in gym football. Okay. Yeah. Um. But again, it was it was always like, hey, this is uh, the uh, the schedule, the lift schedule for this month, and they'd hand me like to keep track. I know it's high school football, so it doesn't matter. But that's a really bad way to do because everybody's different. Like, my body doesn't respond well to 10 reps heavyweight stuff. Well, if you think about it this way, um, there were a lot of guys that before we got into high school were really, really fast, and by the time we were seniors, lost their speed. Yeah, because they probably gained weight. That's my. That's what I'm saying. That's like, kind of good. That's what you want. Depending on the position, that's what you want in football. Right, but that's what I'm saying. There's some, like that were like running backs and stuff that walked they yeah. weren't as fast as they were back in the day that's what really separates average genetics to like nfl level genetics where you could gain all that size and not lose a single ounce of speed right that's how you know and you're like six foot that's how you know that you are genetically blessed to play football for me it just made me more durable <laughs> probably good and a little good. bit bigger so i could take a hit because i was tiny bro yeah. i was so small my freshman year you ever hear that insane. bullshit where they'd always like tell small guys like, "Oh, you should join and be a running back. You'll slip right under the big guy's legs. They won't even touch you." Oh, I was never. That's told a that. complete fucking lie. You get creamed. What do you think you're goddamn Speedy Gonzalez or Sonic? You can just run under their legs. Bro, no. I, I played wide out. I'm not talking about you. I know. I'm. I'm saying like that. I never heard that. You've never Bro, heard that. Not. Not with me growing up. It's like trying to increase the self-esteem of like little people. Like you should play and try out for running back. You'd be great. You're fast and small. I will say this though, and this to this day, okay, pisses me off. Okay, all right. So fifth and sixth grade, tackle football. We had to play in Waverly because we didn't have enough guys to have yeah, a Janesville that team. That sucks. So, and our head, our coach, my sixth grade year was an asshole, and like prioritized the Waverly kids. I mean, I get it. Over his over the Janesville guys. That sucks, but I get it. I understand too. But here, here's the deal: the year prior to that, we actually had a Janesville coach and a Waverly coach, 
So there was somebody representing us. Ah. Uh. And we actually did better than the Waverly people that year. Yeah. Like, we actually had Waverly versus Janesville, and Janesville won. They didn't have enough people. You have we enough just did it in practice. a whole fucking team. We did it in a practice. We might have, like, a couple people that came over. Oh, okay. But, like, from what I remember, we, we won. Yeah. Okay? But, anyways... They put me at fullback sixth grade year. It's a bad move. Which, whatever. Okay. Bad move. But they go to me. They pretty much said, and I did. I never got like the equal reps or whatever. And they pretty much was like, "Yeah, we need a sixth grade leader on the fifth grade team." I was like, "Oh, that would piss me off so much." And I said, "Okay." And so they put the fifth grade fullback in starting for the sixth graders. He was a Waverly guy, so I got benched. Was he better than you? I don't know. But here's the deal. Here's the difference. Okay. Because every, every drive, they go 6th grade team and then the 5th grade team. 6th grade team, 5th grade team. Okay, that's just how it went. Because you're not, like, going for wins necessarily. You're just going for, like, game time reps or whatever, Yeah. essentially. So, I, I'm at fullback. I get a fullback dive or whatever. Break it for, like, 50-plus yards. Juke a guy out. Score a touchdown. At the end of the game, the coach is like, Man, I didn't know you could run that fast. And that was the last interaction I had. I was like... I was like, fuck you, essentially. This is the same guy who, like, made me run laps because I, like, I, don't, I can't even remember. He made me run laps, and then you'll have to ask Jacob this because Jacob was in a boot, and he made oh, yeah. Jacob jog with me. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> Jacob, who's limping in yeah. a boot, he made him jog laps with me, and I can't even remember why I was running laps in the first place. Speaking of that, remind, do you remember, like, Saturdays after games where we'd go in and everybody was just, like, battered? Yeah, they'd always be like, "I'm in so much pain." Those right were now. chill practices, though. <laughs> I didn't mind those practices. Well, it was mostly just watching film and then picking up trash on the field and then just complaining about how much your body hurts and having breakfast. We oh, got breakfast a couple times. You might not have gotten it your year, but we had some people that I think even my my junior senior year, we had like people like volunteer to bring breakfast nice. in for us. So there's <laughs> sometimes we'd like have bagels and shit eating while we were watching film film was fun which was chill i liked film oh film was awesome because we would like call each other out sometimes yeah it kind of sucked when you knew something was coming we were like oh man yeah and then you're watching this shit and then uh yeah and then just going out to the field and stretching stretching felt so good that morning but uh i that was awesome i did i did enjoy film i remember jacob and connor almost cock blocked me one time you remember the uh the game with blank that I brought and then ended up blank. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were watching the game on the sideline and then halftime we went to my car and it started to fog up obviously from blank. <laughs> and then I get a knock on the door and it's Jacob and Connor at halftime. Like, Hey, what's up? I'm like, can you fuck off right now? Can you not see I'm busy trying to lock something down here? Where they, where, where'd they come from? The locker room. Oh, they just, was they on just their walked out, saw my car as they were walking into halftime <laughs> Saw the door was foggy, so I guess they decided to be dickheads. Bro, that's so funny. They probably don't even remember. No, I'll ask him when I see him next time. Well, maybe not in front of... Uh, actually, that wouldn't matter. It's not his girlfriend. I was going to say, why would that fucking matter? Yeah, no, that's my thing. Yeah, okay, I'll ask him to see if he remembers that. I, I, was, I was genuinely angry at them for a little bit. I had a, I had a similar That's why thing. I drove away and had to fucking lock it down yeah, somewhere yeah, right, else. Right. I, well, see, because I remember seeing your car fogged up at the field. <laughs> yeah. So I, re- I remember that because when you're like, no, it was in the field. I, that's probably why I get it mixed up because it sounds like you started. At, I, I did. In the, in the parking I lot. I started in the parking lot. So I do remember that a little bit. No, see, 
I had a similar improvise. Okay, here I had a similar situation at a Buffalo Wild Wings with the, with with a girl at the time. Okay, I was in the parking lot, way off to the side. Okay, yeah. but before this, there were two guys from our school that just happened to like be at B Dubs the same night, and <laughs> we left before them. And then uh, they're giving me shit the next day because they're like, "Oh yeah, we like got close and like looked in." I was like, <laughs> I was like. No, you didn't. Sorry for that. It was loud. I was like, you're a liar. Because I, like, you're just, the way they were saying it, I was like, this is not at all what what happened. Were they accurate? They weren't accurate? No. They probably just thought you were there and just made up a story to tell you. I was like, I was like, yeah. You know, it was more like I explained what happened and then they're like, oh yeah, we totally like saw you. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't. Because I would I would have noticed. Parking lots are always precarious. There was one time where some actions were occurring in a parking lot in my car as well. It was outside Smash Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just, like, 20 people just got out and walked by and all, like, saw. And I was just, like, in the middle of something, and I was like, oh, this is... It was See, really hard to, that, to stay focused, if you know what I mean. That one's more bold, because it's, like, pure daylight. Wasn't my idea. No, I know. But I'm just saying, that's why that's bold. I wasn't going to say no, though. That's like, okay. <laughs> that's just bold. Like I know the our previous situations. They were all into that kind of stuff. Right. Our previous situations. It was dark. At it was least. still dark for me. Was well, was Smash Park. Yeah, I know. It wasn't daytime. No, it was nighttime. But it wasn't dark. Dark. It was like sunset. Maybe in the summer it was like nine p.m. Really. So the sun had like just gone down. Maybe we weren't there as early as I thought we were. We were there early, but we stayed late. Yeah, I don't remember that. Then. It's the night that Lily also brought her friend. No, right? I know exactly what night. Oh, okay, okay. I just, I remember it being earlier in the day. And maybe I'm getting it mixed up with the last time I was at Smash Park. Because the last time I was at Smash Park was for the grocery store get-together. Mm. Yeah, for I, the Christmas party or whatever. To put it into perspective, I parked like second row right in front of the pickleball courts. Yeah, you, that was bad spot. I didn't know that was going to occur later. Right, right, right. <laughs> that was not a part of the plan. Because my time, because when I made the decision back in the day, I was not even in the B-Dubs parking lot, technically. I was technically way over by all the, like, closed stores off yeah. in the corner of the B-Dubs parking lot. Yeah. So I was a ways away from everyone. Yeah, I gotcha. That's funny. Yep, I That's don't That's why like... I called them out on their bullshit, because I was like, there's no way, because we weren't technically in the B-Dubs parking lot. Fair. I think in this day and age, it's safe to say that I'm going to retire parking lots. That is a age 16 to 21 year old move. I am past that. To be fair, I was 23 when it happened, so I was past. Um, I still. would agree with that, especially because now that might change if I had a bigger vehicle with more cover. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what? I have actually a lot of room now. I bet I could manage that. Like my Impala. That was that was a struggle. <laughs> That's still pretty spacious. Yeah, but my Kia. Remember my Cougar. <laughs> that was a struggle. It's shaped like a race car. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. It was a bad. Ex- I remember, like, I was like, ah, like my neck was crooked. Yeah, that she sounds. Was smashing her face against like the rear view or like the back seat. Dude, that sounds awful. It was like all bucket seats, so the seats were like. Oh, this. I remember that car. It's like trying to fuck on like a. <laughs> I remember that car. Like a factory. It was awful. That and then the uh, the old beat up pickup before the, you had the, the nice Ranger. Truck. That was my first car ever. The Ranger. I only had that for like four months. I remember that though. I remember I, do you remember how too. I got that? By the way, the Cougar. 
Yeah, you switched with your sister. Yeah, I had the Ranger for like four months, and then Casey bought a uh, five-speed Cougar with the hopes of learning how to drive it. And I volunteered to go with my dad to her when he was teaching us, or when he was teaching her, and then she was struggling, of course, for like an hour. And I was like, hey, you don't mind if I try? I'd like to learn how to drive stick. And I picked it up pretty well, and then I let it simmer. Casey was real worried she wasn't able to drive it, and I gave her an offer. I was like, hey, Casey, you want to trade cars? My Cougar was like 12 years newer, 50,000 less miles on it, got better gas mileage. And she was like, yeah, okay, I feel comfortable. And then we traded, and I got a cool car for free. <laughs> it was awesome. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I, I'm still upset that I sold that. Yeah, so was it the uh, was it the uh, truck that you got? Was it that truck that you got locked out of at Fairway, or was it the, the newer gray? truck? I got locked out of my truck? There was one time I waited for your dad to come pick you up because something was wrong with Why'd your you truck. you wait, my girl? No, like I just hung out with you because oh, it was closed. Okay. Um, it was probably the gray truck. Because I think I already had my Mercury Cougar by the time you even started working there. Okay. So that's probably my gray one. Yeah. Because I remember all of those vehicles. I didn't like my gray truck. I still, I missed my Cougar the whole time. The only reason I bought the full-sized F-150 is because my dad convinced me to because that summer I was going to be working for him. I needed to haul a ton of his, like, equipment and shit. So I needed, like, a trailer hitch. Did you even end up working for him? I did, yeah. Okay. But, like, once the work was over, I was like, damn, now I want my Cougar back. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That thing was awesome. But now this is my favorite car now. The Cougar could eat my ass. I've enjoyed both vehicles. Cheryl. Cheryl was nice. And That's now... right. You only had two. Yeah. I think I've had, I've had, like, eight. I'm that guy who just runs it into the ground until it dies. So you had the Impala and your uh, Rio. I've had my Ranger, my Cougar, my F-150... My Peugeot, my Subaru, and, and now my current car, so six. I've been around five of them. Well, the one was in Italy, so you wouldn't have been able to see that. Right, but I'm saying that thing was I've, ass. I've been around every vehicle. It was like a 1.1 in liter. America. Yeah, that's it. That it was, was like ass. zero to 60 in like 14 seconds. It was awful. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> so bad. My Rio does really well on gas mileage compared to my Impala, though. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. Newer cars are just good with gas mileage in general. It's just it's, it's just a shame that the uh, the gas prices went. Yeah, that's after I got imagine it. Imagine if like it didn't get good mass mileage, you'd be really getting fucked. Like, guess if I had my Impala right now, I I would be fucked. Yeah, for sure. It would have been like sixty bucks to fill that thing up. It, it was thirty two to almost fill that all uh, all the way empty yesterday. I remember back in the day to fill up on gas in a military base when prices were like one dollar and eighty cents for a gallon. I filled up a 12-gallon tank for, like, $17. That's insane. Okay, the math's off. Like, 25 bucks or something. Have I told you the gas mileage I get for mine currently? Uh-uh. Guess what it is. It's higher than I would have expected. 28? For, like, a muscle... Okay, it's not that high. For, like, a muscle car, though, it's superb. 22? Combined, 23. That's not bad. Highway, like, 31. Mine is uh, highway 45. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think. Combined, like... 20, like 36 or something? Yeah, think? here. Let, let me look. You don't know yourself? I can't remember. You don't keep track? How do you not remember that? No, because it shows the number. I, it's 42. It's like not knowing your I social know, security number. I know it's 42 on the highway. I can't remember what it is in like city streets. I guess probably 36. Um, it's usually like 25% less or something. Four. Kia Rio. Kia Rio. Uh, 33 city, 41 miles per gallon on the highway. pretty good. My, uh, Although my I've been Subaru, getting 42. My Subaru would get like 47 miles per gallon highway and get like 36, 37 combined. Yeah. 
It was pretty good on gas mileage, but it was really weak. Nice. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Subarus are okay, I guess, but I'll, I'll probably not, not not get another one. I'm gonna I'm gonna run my car into the ground before I get another vehicle. Me too. That's just what I'm gonna do. Either that, or if I somehow have a 14 year old son or daughter that would inherit that car, that's the That'd only way. That'd be about way. the time. 15 year old car, or so yeah. That's usually like your first car is like 15 to 20 years old, right? If you're not a piece of shit. So that would be that would be the only way that I stop driving that and get a new car. I think my next car is gonna be. The exact model, just the year of. I fucking love this car. Well, good. Like, I don't need any more power. It's almost too much power now. Like, I, if I had any more, I'll probably kill myself. I try to stay with Chevy. I try to stay in yeah, the okay. Chevy family when I was getting a new car, and I just I couldn't do it. I could not Fair. afford a new Impala. Or, I not a new... Well, definitely not a new Impala, but I was looking at some of, like, the old... The newer, like, uh, <laughs> Chevys, and I was like, I can't afford it at all. Yeah. It's amazing I could afford the one that I have. I'm actually such a traitor. I think every car I've had has been a different brand. Well, Ford Ranger and Ford F-150 are the only ones. Then again, Mercury is owned by Ford, so I think that's technically the same But brand. then again, it's also like yeah. figuring out what you like. And then a Peugeot, and then a Subaru, like, and then now a Dodge. This like, is my first Dodge ever. When I was test driving cars... Dodge is pretty nice. I like Dodge. When I was test driving cars before, I, I test drove a Ford Fiesta. Hated that car. I was not a fan of the Fiesta. Sounds pretty fruity, too. It was like a burnt orange, which was kind of cool. Oh, no. Well, no, the only reason I say that is because it's a no one else has a burnt orange Pull car. Pull a picture of what a Ford Fiesta looks like. If it's like the Ford Flex, I'm going to slap you. Uh, I, I was half tempted to rent a Kia Soul for a day and just tell Josh and Tanner that's what I got for a that's, car. That'd be funny. Yeah. You should have done that. I like the Ford. I car. didn't have the money for that. Someday I might. Oh, actually, that's not that bad. It's this. That's it, not that bad. That's kind of like Ford Focus. Like if it's like a small enough. Excuse me. This is. I had a protein. This is earlier. what it was, pretty much. Yeah, but you sat it. You sit in it weird. Like it sits weird. Oh, does it have the thing where like the dashboard and the speedometer is like in the center? No, it's like so. It's in there, but like the way you sit, it's almost like you're like this. Oh, that's weird. It's super so it's weird. Like you're driving a motorcycle. I was kind of uncomfortable driving it, and then like. So you're at like an angle, and then you're seeing through the rearview mirror weird, like the like the side mirror is weird. I don't know. It was it was uncomfortable. <laughs> you said my my Dodge, like how long, like the front of the car is. The current car that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sat in, in the passenger seat, right? Yeah. Like I I sat in your car after like sitting in mine for a while. Right. And it's like holy shit! It feels like the road's like a foot in front of me, whereas the the Dodge, it's like. So far back, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yours was kind of made for that anyways, was that kind of sport luxury kind of like... Yeah, it needs more room for the engine bay, but still, like, it's such like a... It's like going from a super high truck to, like, a Grand Prix. I mean, mine's like a sports car, but, like, uh... Wow. Dude, she's hot. I... That was stunning. I... That's the same girl that came in. Oh, really? (laughs) No way. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Did she gain 30 pounds on her lower waist to the legs? Are you kidding? You think that's a different girl? No, in a good way. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, she looked way more athletic that, there. That is my kind of girl right there, though. Attractive? No, just... Oh, I, I love dogs. I love absolute zeros. That's what I find hot. No, like... She seems of Latin that descent. Guy? Yeah, that dude's... That dude will mow your lawn. Oh, I actually got... That guy's really nice. I take that back. 
Every time he comes in to fix something, he's like he talks to me about stuff. Oh, that's one of the Indigo guys. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he's he's been here since we lived here. Uh, but he's one of the like one of the maintenance, maintenance guys. guys yeah. Yes. He's actually pretty cool. I take back what I. Well, he is a handsome man. He is a handsome. I gave guy. him a compliment. I'm saying he looks like he'll mow your lawn. He's got really a cool nicely. mustache. He's got a really cool Mario mustache. He'll talk to you about. Uh, he looks like Greg Pahanish a little bit. Water. Water. I can't. <laughs> what? Talk to you about water. Like I don't know where I was going. Are you with trying that? to like reference it to my job? No, I was trying to reference it to like lawn maintenance. Lawn maintenance. Like how you water lo- the grass. He's like not a talking. groundskeeper. He's a maintenance guy. I know. I'm just saying he looks like the, he like he looks like a dad, like an older guy, like who's just really serious about his lawn. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. Reminds I me of my dad. My dad's that people. way. Oh, never mind. They're okay. <laughs> my dad and my grandpa are both like that. They're like lawn Nazis. That's not, my favorite type of person. They're not Nazis, but they were like... Really? I thought they were Nazis, literally. No, I'm just saying, like, they weren't like, don't step on my grass. That's not how they were. They were like, "I this is my yard. I'm going to take care of it. <laughs> I just love lawn nerds. They're the best. Yeah, that's my dad and my They, grandpa. like, take extra time to make all the blades of grass look even and routine. Yeah, it wasn't like that. They have, like, the edge cutter that, like, cuts to the sidewalk. Yeah, it wasn't like that. I love lawn nerds. But if... I'll tell you what, though. Lawn dance. My dad and my grandpa had the nicest lawns in the neighborhood. I bet they did. Like, you walked, you saw my my family house's grass, beautiful green. And then, then you, shit to the left, it's literally, shit to the left. It was literally awful until you got to my grandparents' house. No, they should have done, they should have monopolized it, bought all those houses just so they can make those lawns nice. Well, some of it, honestly, like, it was just bad. Yeah, but no, my dad d- can't do that as much anymore in Florida just yeah. because it doesn't grow as Dude, well. Florida grass sucks. I will say that now. Florida grass is awful. Their it's foliage like in general is completely different. Spongy. It's like dry. Gross. Like I, like when I stepped in there on my parents' lawn barefoot, I'm like, I don't want to continue doing this. Yeah. Like my Iowa grass, like at my parents' house, I loved being barefoot in that grass because it was amazing. Back when we actually got our lawn down because when we first moved there because we were like one of the first houses you didn't have very soft luscious grass it felt good on the toes right my uh that's where i learned how to do a backflip is on your grass because it was so soft and spongy it felt comfortable trying right and that's because my dad took it very seriously darren is the reason i can do a backflip now thank you darren and it paid off but when we first moved there because we were the first ones in the neighborhood it was like we had to deal with all the sandburrs that were there previously, uh, and so it, my dad put the work in. Good for Darren. So I like it. You often forget how important grass is to your psyche. There was a dude when we were deployed that he brought grass seeds with him and dirt from his home, and then created little like foot-shaped grass patches. And he'd sit out in a lawn chair and put his feet in the grass and close his eyes and pretend he was like stateside. And he said it really worked for him. Huh. He just put his feet on the grass. Also, carpet. Like, you forget how awesome carpet is when you're, like, on concrete or sand dude, or I in miss, a boot. And then the first time you touch carpet again, you're like, I could sleep on this. This I, is awesome. Dude, I miss my family home. Like, well, my, I miss my family's house in general oh, back, how back awesome home. Carpet is. But, like, do you remember the carpet in my basement? Very soft. Oh, my God. It was, like, shag, but not gross. It was, like, updated, nice shag. Yeah. But it was Amazing. I like shag carpeting. I got a bad rap. I I loved it so much. It was so comfortable on your feet. Ah oh, man. I'm you know what can burn house. in hell for all eternity though? What? Popcorn ceilings. 
what dumb asshole ever thought that would be a good idea? Oh, is that would like the weird like white... the bumps on the ceiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah that is bad. Popcorn. Like, what a like horrible. This? this is not popcorn ceiling. Popcorn ceiling, like you can act like it's like big ass like bumps. Oh, like it's really like popcorn kernels on the ceiling. I'm gonna look that up. It's horrific. I know you've seen it, like your grandparents' home, wherever. I, yeah, I need to probably need to... had popcorn ceiling. I just need to put two and two together. That. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I hate it. Because as a kid, I like. In a bunk bed, you'd like get up and you'd hit your head on the popcorn. It'd be like hitting your head against a spike. I remember purposefully peeling it almost. <sighs> like if there are chunks, like I would rip it off because I was like, I, you know, like subconsciously, I'm like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> so I would just like. I guess there's a reason for it. It's sound dampening. Huh. Weird. Who gives a fuck though? Yeah, it's not I worth do the that. gross look. Well, now get like have... those weird wall panel things. You want sound dampening? Well, this is what I'm gonna get for the. The new podcast set, when is it, it when like it the happens? wall hanging, like sound mm-hmm. cloth, cloth things? Yeah, my church had that. It sound really was like a huge difference. Squares. <laughs> this is definitely not what uh, sound. Uh, sound what? dampening square. That's what I wanted. Sorry, sometimes words just don't show up when they should. Yeah, this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that in the back of so many YouTube videos. Yeah, but it's fourteen to... bucks. That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Um, I have a buddy who. Since he's been getting into like uh, actually learning how to Damn do it. the uh, screamo, yeah, like he it's just has, the way you, he's well, learning how to get into do it. No, like he's learning how to. Actually, I know what you yeah, meant. Yeah, yeah. You just added way too many words. I know. Sometimes they don't come. They don't he's form trying the way to do they the thing to. to learn how to what to do on how to do it. Learn yeah, how to okay, do it. Anyways, <laughs> that's like what you said. All right, fuck off. But uh, I know. I don't know if he actually bought some or not. I need to talk to him, but I know that he was looking into them at one point in time because he was going to actually record in his apartment. Could he do some classic Bring Me the Horizon, do you think? I don't know. He's a lot better than he was when he started, though. He's I would, figured it out. I would suggest he do some Bring Me the Horizon. Then I want to hear it. Next, I can look him up on uh, TikTok because I think he posts himself doing Screamo on TikTok. That's a bold move. So I'm actually really proud of him because that's not like... When when we lived together, I like he's kind of like a lot? well, he's kind of like me in the sense where he's kind of anxious a little bit. So fuck, like for him to go out and step out and do that, that's pretty like I would not post stuff of me singing. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. No, no way. So like you and I aren't good though. Well, I'm good. You're bad. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> okay, fuck off. <laughs> if we took the time and learned, and then like actually Dog, learned. I heard you sing in the show. I don't want to hear you even practicing. Well, that's my point. I'm saying if we actually learned how to do it right, there's a difference. And then going on and then doing it while he was doing it right. Like, he was doing it when he wasn't even fully correct. So you actually that's watch. Better. Oh, the progression? Right. That's cool. So, like, from him from a year ago to now, there's a difference. See, that would I only, would never do that. That would only be embarrassing if it never improved. If it was just, like, low quality for a year straight, nothing or got, changed. Or got worse. I don't know if it can get worse. But, but I, if it didn't change quality, then it's like, oh, this guy's... Well, there are... It's it's like those people on American Idol that go on to American Idol thinking that they're just gods at singing because their grandma said they had talent, and then they find out that they suck, and then they don't change anything, and then they keep singing like that for, for the rest of their lives. One of my favorite Simon Cowell, quote, Cowell quotes is Simon asked, like, so what do you do for a living after he sang? He's like, I'm a, I'm a wedding singer. And then someone's like, oh, how many divorces? <laughs> Just on no hesitation. Dude, that's so savage. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
but I think Simon's dialed it back quite a bit now. He also looks weird. Well, it's Simon Cowell. He got some weird ass plastic surgery. Did he really? Look it up, dude. He looks like the Ice Age baby. No. Yeah. Simon Cowell uh, surgery. Oh, it looks so oh, weird. Oh, right here. It comes he has out. like a giant caveman head. Yeah, we'll it, go far left. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it looks weird. Oh, that does not look good. He looks like a Lego guy. Oh. He looks like a 27-year-old rock. Like what? Uh, it's in his eyes. Like from the the nose down, handsome guy, and then just the creaseless forehead. It just looks strange. It looks... It I will looks say he looks better than bad. Dude, his eyes. Though. The eyes are a little bit strange. It's it's just the eyes, honestly. Okay, this like, is... Like, look at that. That is not him, though, on the left. It is. That's I'm, him? I'm afraid that is. There's no way that's... I will say that the surgery was a good idea. Looking at that... That can't be him, though. It is. That doesn't look like him. That's, no. Dude, that's him. Fucking way. I don't know what to tell you This, about. I believe... That, I believe, was him. He looks like Antonio Banderas if he, like, gained 50 pounds on the right there. That's true. But... Antonio Banderas. Because I'm used to seeing him like this. Yeah, that's like 2003, though, dude. Yeah, no, no, I know, but... Look up young Simon Cowell. No! Look up young Pierce Brosnan, and then we can both flick our bean to him. Okay, I can do that. He's ridiculously handsome. Yeah, we've talked about this before. There's a specific interview he did where he's wearing, like, a blue undershirt with, like, a leather jacket. You tell me you wouldn't fuck this man? Look at him. Oh my god. Click on that. The this shirtless one? one. This one? Yes. I would pay $50 to kiss him on the lips right there. He's so goddamn hot right there. Look at that shit, dude. Play long and Google young Pierce Brosnan. He's a very handsome man. What the hell? That doesn't look like Pierce Brosnan at all on the far left. I want to look up Pierce, Pierce Brosnan and Pierce Brosnan now. He th- looks his age. I thought he looked pretty good for the new, uh, as, uh... Yeah, he looks like a good 65-year-old man. Yeah. He aged gracefully. Honestly? The Definitely b- better with the beard. I'm gonna say, the beard was a good move. Beard looks good on him. Younger, not so much, but older? Yeah. He pulls it off. Younger, he was better clean-shaven, but now he's an I, older fellow. The beard's a good dude, move. Dude, I honestly like the Green Arrow goatee. He looks too much like, uh... Uh, Mel Gibson with that. Oh, that's fair. Bad move. You don't want to look like Mel Gibson. <laughs> but Young Mel Gibson was a looker, too. Look him up. Like from the uh, Road Warrior days. When he was a young OC. Young Mel Gibson. Young Mel Gibson. He's a handsome young fellow. Like, look at the Road Warrior. Go up one. In the leather jacket. Left. Left. That. I think that's like the first one they did well that was about right uh around the time probably when he was mad max the first mad max yeah murtaugh wasn't he murtaugh too for lethal what? weapon oh uh i don't know he was murtaugh wasn't he because riggs was the black guy i never saw those really he also had a mullet in that i watched the first so it was weird because like when when i was with my parents for a time like we actually watched all the lethal weapons with my sister so it was kind of fun we watched the first three i think i mean and, that's where all the action movie tro- tropes came from like, the reason it would seem corny now is because all the movies copied it. It was the original. Like, yeah. Well, they did, they did an action it. movie. Dan right. Glover and old, uh, old Melly. Old Gibby but. Boy. Was it Russell Crowe, the one who threw the telephone at the, the concierge? 
You don't remember that? In what? In real life. Oh. <laughs> I think it was like no. mid to late uh, thousands, 2000s, where he was like in the news because he like, <laughs> it's actually Bill Burbitt. He's like, how good that must have felt. Because like apparently like the concierge kept like hanging up on him when he would like call down to ask something. So he ripped the phone out of the wall, ran down to the lobby and just hucked it at the guy at the counter. <laughs> Obviously didn't hit him. No, he hit him. Oh, he did hit the guy? Yeah, like he was charged. Jeez. I think the guy sued him or something. It was in the news. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. It was like... It was outed that like Russell Crowe had anger issues. <laughs> Obviously. Dude. Oh, man. And it, then we all know Mel Gibson's famous trip up, don't we? Yeah. You don't? No, I do. Okay. But, uh... Laker tickets. Remember that? Huh? Is You don't remember that? What'd you say? That was one of his famous lines. What? They were Laker tickets. I guess he was losing his mind over the uh, phone. The recorded voicemail. Here, listen to the tapes. Uh-uh. Oh, they're funny. He is so goddamn angry in them. He is f- the, probably the most angry I've ever heard a human be. Dude, it's in the eyes, man. I'm telling you. You could kind of tell, even in, like, when he... That, that's probably why he played Murtaugh really well, because Murtaugh was kind of crazy in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. So, like, he probably just channeled himself. It's it's the eyeballs, man. That, that, you can look at a person and know they're crazy just based off their eyes. I if, swear to God. If you watch the first Mad Max and then the second one, it's very clear that he took acting lessons between the first and second one. Oh, why? Because it's, it's, it's kind of like the first Mad Max, if you saw it, you'd be amazed to hear, if you didn't know that there were more, that they made a sequel. Because it's, it's kind of bad. Dude, I... It's just weird. I didn't like the new one. It's like this weird post-apocalyptic Australia. You know they're to doing... To be fair, it. that is nowhere near what the original Mel Gibson Mad Maxes were. Dude. The you, Fury Road, that's nothing like the originals. Dude, you know they're doing nothing, a spinoff still. now? Where it's like Furiosa, a... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh... Yeah. Charlize Theron? No, she's not in it. I think it's, uh... What? Well, who else would they do? No, because it's a young One of the random... Furiosa. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, is it Millie Bobby Brown? No, it's, uh... Thank God. I want to say it's the chick voicing. Uh, no, it's the chick voicing uh, Princess Peach in the new Mario movie. Why do I remember I don't know. it that way? Margot Robbie? No, no, the blonde. This blonde oh, girl. I actually really like her. Yeah. For some reason, I think she's very attractive, even though her eyes are like four feet apart. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, and Chris. Yeah. Hemsworth. Like, look at her. Look at her there. I think she's super, super attractive. She's attractive. There. Look at and that. then Chris, Chris Hemsworth is in it, I guess. Oh shit, Nathan, the guy who played uh, uh, Rictus Erectus, Nathan Jones, the wrestler. He's coming back. He's going to be back. For, as what? I don't know. He died in it. It says, well, it's a prequel. Oh, it is a prequel. Why, mm. So they picked him as a younger right, Rick director. I, I didn't like the first one, man. Chris Hemsworth is going to be a Morton Joe? Apparently. Do you remember what a Morton Joe looked like? I, I don't even remember. He was the gross general guy with that like, the That was the mask. fat guy? Yeah. That's so weird. Is Chris Hem- so he's going to be like younger Morton Joe was like a handsome young guy and then like got in an accident. So now he looks gross. Is that what they're going to do? Well... Maybe it's just like Chris Hemsworth Thor. Look. Maybe it's before he got like hooked on power, because that's probably just all the power and like. I guess it'll just explain his rise to power as like a warlord. That would be my guess. But Chris Hemsworth. No, there is nothing in me that wants to go see that movie. You know, I'd actually, I did not like Mad Max at all. I actually would be a little interested in seeing that one. I thought Mad Max was all right, as long as you understand that it's nothing like. The Mel Gibson ones. Oh, I've never seen the Mel like Gibson Thunderdome ones. Thunderdome were the first one. Never seen the Mel Gibson ones. Fury Road was the second one. Thunderdome was the third one, I think. Do you remember the episode of Rick and Morty where he gets like the mutant hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Thunderdome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sp- spoof. I've heard, I've heard of Thunderdome before. Yeah. I just didn't know it was Mad Max where that came from. Yep. Because there's a couple different shows that 
I would wager to say, Thunderdome. with how little knowledge I know you have about old movies, most of the bits, shows like Family Guy, Futurama, The Simpsons, Rick and Morty do, is just like a rehash spoof of like shit from like the 80s dude, and 90s. Dude, there Cause are... Because all those writers grew up with those movies. Oh, yeah. There's 40, 45% of the Family Guy, like, little one-off, like cutaways yeah the references from something that people who grew up in the 80s and 90s watched yeah right there's like actors and actresses in there that i've never heard of exactly. and then i have to look up and be like what yeah so no i completely understand that i get that but like i said i'm willing to uh branch out and watch some of the older movies and educate myself on some of them because i feel like there's some probably that i should see like lethal weapon i actually feel like is something i'm pretty proud of watching because it's like not it's not maybe necessarily like known for being like one of the greatest films of all time but it's like still like a culture like lethal weapon kind of like laid the groundwork That's for right. a lot of other stuff tell you what i fucking hate mobster italian type movies but i will probably someday watch the sopranos see and i that, feel that's like a tv show i feel like still, i should watch the godfather at least once i don't want to watch godfather I don't, again, it's not my type of movie, but I feel like the I should Goodfellas, watch it. I don't care about watching I hate De Niro. I hate Pacino. Yeah, I heard that one's really good, too. Goodfellas, uh, Godfather. Yeah. I'm sure there's another gangster movie. Well. But Sopranos, I've heard, is actually very good, so I will watch that someday. Isn't De Niro also in another one, like, Taxi or something? Um, taxi Driver. That's yeah. not a gangster movie. No, I didn't say it That's was. It's about, like, a depressed incel who lives in New York who ends up, like, committing a crime. Well, I'm just saying... On movie level. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like really classics. Good. Right. Good movies. That's what I'm saying. It's really I, not that good, though. It's just old. Again, it's like Martin Scorsese. I don't know. It just gets jerked off all over for like art house films because it's like an old old 70s New York. It's like an idolized time of New York when things were still dirty. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that Before movie, it got cleaned probably. up by Giuliani in the 90s. Probably wouldn't like that movie. But there are some... But like, like right. I said, it might be worth going to watch the original mad max maybe i would Type. like the original a lot more they're good it's just weird i didn't well i didn't like the first i didn't like the remake weird all. as in you can't tell if it's supposed to be like current day australia post-apocalyptic there's like hints of like a government force but you never see them and like all the houses are like weird colors and some of them are like disheveled there's like no cities dude it's really strange i hated the entire storyline of that movie they're, the whole point of hey we need to get to this place and then they're like oh we got here we need to go back it's like what the fuck i actually like how simple it was i hate convoluted movie plots but there and then i i it was get, meant to be an action movie that's just what it was yeah i know but i i like a little bit of dialogue there's no dialogue at all i and, liked it and i was trying to i'm like what the fuck is going on they're just driving yeah that's what mad max is dude. no i understand it's that. heavily focused Look, on vehicles i understand that part that part didn't fly over my head. It was just the fact that it was like the whole point was just to get to one point and then go back. I was just like, I'm wasting my goddamn time. You know, the first Mad Max actually wasn't really that heavily focused on vehicles. That like kind of like it fell into that. Right. Like the Fury, uh, what was the original one? Was it called Fury Road? The second one where they actually have like a convoy. That's what the entire Fury Road was based off of was I think in the second movie. There's the end, like the the... The climax was like they're getting chased by like marauders. Is there a doing... trilogy? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Mad Max. Mad I Max. can't remember what Mad Max Two is called. They're pretty good though. They're weird. Is the Mad... first one's weird. It, Mad Max. Mad two. Max. The Road it, Warrior. That's oh, what it was followed by three sequels: Thunderdome, and then Fury Road's the fourth one. So no. So Mad. Oh, oh, that yeah, that doesn't count then. 
Yeah. So Mad Max, Mad Max Road Warrior, and then Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I think it was theorized that Fury Road was Mad Max's character a couple years after Thunderdome. Like, Tom Hardy's character was supposed to be Max, like, out in the desert after a while, after Thunderdome. Oh. But I, I, don't, I don't know if that was confirmed. I don't even know. I think it was just a theory. Well, let me look it up. Yeah, sure. In my head canon, which doesn't matter because nobody gives a fuck, it's just some random guy. Let me look at the cat. It, Max. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it says. It says he was Max. Yeah, but I don't think it's the same guy. I don't know. And then obviously she was Furiosa. This dude was super creepy. Yeah, he was supposed to be. Yeah, he did a really good job because you want to know the only other thing I've ever seen Nicholas Holt in? He's an X-Men. Yeah, that's the only other thing. So he goes from Beast, who's like this smart, calculated guy, and then to that guy who's just insane. So I was like, you know what? He must be a really... He's like, he's a good actor. <laughs> Isn't he playing Oppenheimer? I think he played a scientist in He was also... Uh, oh, man. What a, there's another oh, no, movie. Silly that, Murphy's going to play Oppenheimer. There's another movie. I Am Become Death, Destroyer of Worlds. There's another movie he's in that I've seen him in, and I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that's it. It was right there. It was Warm Bodies. Oh, that's right. He was, in Tol- oh, yeah, Connor's movie. he was in Tolkien. I remember that. I'm not seeing that bullshit. Uh... Those who wish me dead. That's oh, it looks like he one. probably played Tolkien. I know he did. I know the movie. Oh. I just didn't see it. I don't know why. Because they completely cut out the most important facet of Tolkien's entire life. Lord of the Rings? No. They completely renounced and didn't mention at all his extreme devotion to Catholic faith. The entire, like, reason and, rep- uh, not reputation, what's the fucking word? The inspiration behind Lord of the Rings was like his Catholic faith and the fact that he was like a huge linguist. There's a lot of like stuff that's just was inspired by Christianity back back in that time period. Yeah, nearly everything. Yeah. But Tolkien specifically, like his faith was in a lot of his writings was C.F. Lewis. Yeah. Um, he was a Harvard pref- professor for like 30 years. Tolkien? Probably more. Yeah. I didn't know that. In like linguistics. I believe that. Yeah. He invented that. like eight languages just for the books. That's true. I think he wrote the Elvish language and then was like, I'm going to write a book about this. <laughs> He's just like, all right, I'll write a story around languages that I invented. That's insane. And they it's like... come up with all that. They're all consistent, too. Oh, I believe it. Like, the grammar rules follow with, like, other areas. Because there's, there's, a, there's a reason something like that reaches the heights that it does, and it's because of the, like, work and prep that he put into it. Like, the, the fact that you have eight different languages in Lord of the Rings that he's developed and actually work compared to, like... The reason it strikes home so hard about... He goes hard in the paint describing the Shire because the Shire was a romanticized version of his homeland in Britain in the countryside while he was in the trenches of World War One. So while he was in the trenches, he was romanticizing the idea of his homeland, of the Shire. He right. invented this mythical place called the Shire, and the hobbits were, like, uh, you know an amplified version of British folks, whereas the Shire was an amplified version of his home upstate. Right. Not upstate. You know what I'm saying? Like, the country. No, I get it. And then, I guess, he made a story around that. I don't know. So, I I just... Yeah, there's a reason that that made it to the level... I mean, it's still relevant now. It probably will be relevant for a very long time. Unless the Rings of Power do their job properly and destroy the entire art and craft of it. Just completely bastardize all of it. I don't think that's going to work... I don't think that's going to happen that the way... It already seems like half of the fan base is completely off shunning it like I am. I hate to consider myself a part of anything called a fan base because that's so fucking gay and I hate that. 
But I like Lord of the Rings a lot. I understand. I just refuse to talk with other people about them in public. There's a... They were in public. Talk about other shit, you dummy. There's a... I understand why there's a distaste for being like a part of a fan base because... Disgusting. Well, it's, it's not, such a first world concept. Well, it's it's you not have too much time on your hands. Well, it's just like a you know. It sounds like when you say that, like that means you're like a diehard for that to the point where you like you're the guy that gets into arguments over. Yeah, it's called being a nerd. <laughs> like, I I just get it. I get it. Yeah. Like I like anime, but I'm not gonna say I'm part of a certain fan base. You know. Oh. You know. Should I say that I like anime still? Because I have no intention of watching a new one ever again. I just had a phase from like 17 to like 21 where I liked them and watched a lot, but now I, I don't really care to watch them anymore. Oh, it's just, I don't know about that. I mean, you're... Other than watching JoJo's with you, that's about it. I don't care to watch anything else anymore. I just kind of moved on interest-wise, really. Yeah, but you know? that could change again, though. Some, something could come out I where you're like, so. okay. I think I'll get too busy. Like moved on to the point where I have other things. Yeah, to but worry you've about also now. talked about not even having a TV in your house. So, and I fully plan on utilizing or not utilizing, implementing that. Well, I'm just saying, like you're at a different point in your life right now. There's going to come a time where, if well, maybe, maybe, if this happens to you, that you have a family, that's going to obviously change. <laughs> maybe, I'd say. Well, no. If I have family, I'd even more not have a TV. You're going to have to have a TV. Why? Explain why I have to have a TV. Okay, fair enough. Nothing. I you don't got want, nothing. No, it's just I don't want to go down this rabbit hole with you right now. I okay, I won't be. It. I won't be like cantankerous about it. Why? Why do you think I need a TV? Well, there's you're, there's never going to be a time where you're like with the. Let's say there's a woman. Okay, ignore the fact like about my kids. wife. Yes, we'll ignore kids in this situation because okay. kids are a different animal. They're human. You're never okay. going to want to have like an at home like movie night. No, never. I'll go out to the movies. Yeah, but there's never like. For instance, Blade Runner, mm, that's a, good point. a movie you love, and you want to share with her in this moment. You're like, hey, you want to watch Blade Runner tonight? You're going to watch it from your phone? You're going to be glad that you decided to persevere, because that is a good point. That is one reason that I would want a TV. Yeah. But, you know what I'd do? I'd have it, like, in the basement, and it'd be my little TV. Well, that's fine. I wouldn't give it the power to completely captivate me and waste all my time. Okay. That's understandable. I'm not saying you have to go out and buy a 70-inch TV or a projector or anything. Although there are some people that are going to like just like a small projector, which also Projector's might be kind of cool. Idea. And then you can control the size on that. But my point is like, that's a good idea. There's going to be some stuff that you're going to want to see. Projector actually might be better for you anyways because it takes up TV, it takes up less space yeah, than a TV. Hang to the ceiling, right? It'd be a fun project to do too. Because let's be real, you're not going to have cable. I'm not going to have cable. Cable's going to be dead in the next 10 years. Probably. I don't even want internet. Yeah, but you're going to have to have internet. I'm going to have to for a bit right away because I'll have to finish college. I just think I think there's going to be a point in life where you're just going to... Internet is going to have to be a staple of just something that you have. No matter what, I'm going to have unlimited internet on my phone. Right. But like for Wi-Fi for the house, I don't really want that. I don't really use it for anything. It'd just be a waste of $90 a month. Well then, yeah, then that's a waste for you. But I'm so saying I plan on getting rid of my PS4. That, but that changes with someone else because See, she might I don't need. Think so. She might work from home, so she might need the internet. Well, here's the th here's the reason it won't change because I'm not likely to marry someone who uses the internet a ton anyway. I know. I'm saying I like, will meet someone or I won't who matches with my lifestyle. No, I agree. I'm just saying there's going to be certain things. I'm pointing out things you might not be thinking about. That's true. 
Like, there's just some things that you have to have, and it's not because you have to have it, but it's a requirement of something else that you have to do in your lifetime. So, yes. And kids, by the way, TV is just good to turn on and be like, okay, I need you to be occupied for an hour and a half while I actually get some shit done. That's how my parents worked with me. Yeah. They're like, okay, you watch Saturday morning cartoons for two hours because I know you're not going to go anywhere. Sit here. I'm going to go get stuff done and cook dinner and shit. Everyone kind of has their own idea of what they're going to be like as a parent, but I feel like that probably just completely changes once you're actually faced with having a child and having to care for them. Right. Because then uh, convenience and, like, how tired you are plays a, a role. Oh, for sure. Compared to your plans and but morals. Th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're like, I don't want my kids on TV. You might be at that point where you're so tired and you're like, I just the, beat them. the only thing that's going to put this kid to bed is if a he fist. watches The Lion King. And then you just sit him in front of the TV and like watch this go, and then you're like, go to bed, go to bed. Dude, by the time bed. I have kids, The Lion King will be as far away as when my grandparents put on that, Snow White. That was just that was just a pick. No, no, I, was just, okay. I think that's funny. That's like my ch- grandparents put on Snow White, which is from 1939 or some shit, versus Lion King, which I'll probably have kids in my late 30s or some shit. Yeah. That'll be 40 years old. Dude, my grandpa and I watched Bambi together. My grandpa still talks about how I was like the only kid that watched Bambi with him. Oh, okay. Like he like he talks it's about it all the that time. Your grandpa like loves Bambi. Yeah. So it's just like you can tell. Well, that's just like not that I can tell he likes Bambi. He likes like, Star Wars too, the original trilogy. Oh, okay. He was probably like what in his teens when that came out. Probably yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Seventy-seven when it came out. I think out. he has all he was the Harry- born in like fifty-five or something. I think he has all the Harry Potters too. When was your grandpa born? Was he a baby boomer? Um, like, was he born 45, 46? Yeah, probably. Because he, he fought in Nam. Okay, yeah, probably then. Probably around there. Yeah, because baby boomers usually fought in Nam. They are about like 18 to 25 when Nam kicked yeah, off. Yeah, he's probably right around there. Makes you wonder if that was on purpose. The government thought, oh, all these kids who were born after 1944 and 45 are now a fighting age. We'll have a huge-ass army. Let's go fight something um, somewhere. Isn't, wasn't that the whole thing before Watergate broke? I don't know. Like, there's a whole thing where, like, all these papers got published. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, all the plans. I yeah. mean, like, they even mentioned invading the Middle East in, like, the late 90s to well, early like, 2000s, and which then it actually was... ended up happening. Well, at this time, before Watergate happened, there was, like, a bunch of papers that got released, and it pretty much was talking about how, um, like, Vietnam got to the point where the president in power didn't want to be the president to pull out of that mm, war. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, it's, I don't know. Was it called like the Saigon Papers or something? I can't remember. I I watched. I had to watch it for one of my journalism classes. I'm surprised they showed that. So, do you remember in like 2012 when the Obama administration was like pushing heavy to Congress to go to war with Syria? Remember when Assad was gassing his own citizens? Right. And the only reason we didn't is because as a collective, the entire country was like, "Fuck that, no." And they're like, "Okay, we won't. Sorry." <laughs> and then all the news cycle about Assad gassing his own citizens mysteriously disappeared. How strange. It's almost like he wasn't doing that. We could dude, we could go down so many rabbit holes with the you remember government. Remember Muammar Gaddafi? Yeah, I remember. What do you him. think of him? What's your general opinion that you remember? I remember all I remember is Evil that person, right? Evil dictator was killing his own people? Right. That not true. He was actually kind of a good leader for his people. He was just kind of an asshole. <laughs> and then we murdered him, causing well we didn't murder him, but we didn't help him. And causing a huge power vacuum, and that's now why the Middle East is the way it is sort of today. Because then a bunch of warlords came in and divided up his fiefdoms, and then now there's massive unrest in the Baltic regions because we're fuckfaces. Well, because 
Well, think about this. Do you remember when Ebola was huge in the news? <laughs> yeah. What was it, like 2015? Something like 2014? that. 2014? Everybody was like, oh my god, Ebola! And there was like three cases of Ebola, and then you never heard about it again afterwards. Like, it, it was it was prominent for like three months. Yeah. And then never heard of it again. That's one of those ones that like that actually was around since like the 80s. Right. Like, it just never really popped off until then. It's just, I could be wrong on that, actually. It's, it's stuff like that that makes me wonder what they are pushing under the rug while they're releasing all this. It's, it's all on purpose. No, I know. It's distraction from something else. Yeah. That is, at least, if you don't think that by now, then you're an idiot. Dude, we're going to end up dead by the next podcast. There's a red dot that appears on your forehead right now. And then I go, I love Hillary Clinton, and then the red dot disappears. <laughs> somehow, somehow this episode is just like the one that you. goes off. I dare you to tweet out, I have incriminating evidence that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton on your Twitter. I don't, dude. I that's a meme because that's happened a few times, and they ended up dead from suicide. From two shots to the back of the head. Dead from suicide. Have you looked up the Clinton body count? It's no, like, it's but like you showed me. People. I remember working with you at the grocery store, and you're like, dude, look at how shady this is. It's like 60 people that killed themselves mysteriously working with and for the Clintons. It's insane. Barry I mean, Seal, remember him? Who? Barry Seal. Uh-huh. He was a pilot in the 70s, at the t- no, 80s, 90s, that was working for the Clintons, sort of, when Bill Clinton was the governor of Arkansas, so it was before he was president. And he was famous for flying in drugs from Pablo Escobar from Mexico and then dropping it off in Arkansas and he got caught and then a couple months later he mysteriously before testi- testifying in front of Congress was shot and they found Bill Clinton in George Bush's phone number in his pocket like written down on a piece of paper huh isn't that weird nothing to look into there they just cover that shit right up right actually Tom Cruise did a movie on it called uh, American Maid I watched it. It was pretty good. Hmm. Wow. We just really devolved into... That's why I don't get into conspiracy theories, though. Well, that one... Because, yeah, once you, like, look at a little shit, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Because then And then you'll lose your mind. Right, right. That's why I don't do it. Like, Like shit about John Podesta and shit. Like, who? John Podesta? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about on that one, either. Just keep going. We'll go on for another 45 minutes if we just keep going down this shit. (laughs) That's my point. Yeah. Exactly. That is the point. Right. You're like, okay... I can't believe somebody would go that crazy on all these conspiracies. You can't, because some of them are probably true. Well, that one is true. The Barry Seal one, is a- that actually happened. That's my point. But Like, like that's proven to have happened. I know. But I'm just saying, like, then you're like, everything... Because once one or two get confirmed, you're like, anything's possible. Anything's on the table. I'd say 15% of them are true. If 15% are true, it's probably even higher than that. But if only 15 oh, are true, higher. that makes you think... What of the 15 are true, and how horrific are they? Right. And you're like, why did it happen? You ever hear this about, like, uh, Cuba and JFK, what really happened with the, the Cuban crisis in the 60s and 70s? Uh-huh. Pretty much we wanted to go to war with Cuba, so we were going to fake, like, a like we were going to pretend that a Cuban missile hit, like, an American cruise ship. So oh, I do remember Cuba. that one. Yeah. So we, like, sink, sunk our own? Yeah. Essentially, actually, I don't think we followed through with it. I don't remember, but there was plans released that got leaked that we were going to do this, and because they were leaked, it essentially stopped it from happening. Because they're like, "All right, uh, we better pull back." Because now we're because I remember hearing something about that. Because uh, Bay of Pigs, something invasion. Because wasn't there, there was a Black Ops One mission on it? Because I, I remember. Fe- I feel like there were like, was there audio that was released? It was. Or a am document, I thinking of something? Or was it a different thing? There was something that was like. Um, isn't that our own ship or something like that? And, like, I thought that was on audio. Oh, that's also probable. I don't know for sure, but... 
There's a lot of stuff like that, dude. There's a lot of stuff like that. It's so wild. But, man, yeah. That's why uh, I I enjoy this bit. It's like Ron Funches. He talks about, like, he's like, dude, you're... I think you're even crazier if there's you don't believe in a single conspiracy theory. I hate that I quote Joe Rogan here, but something he says that actually is true is he says it's just as crazy to say none of them is true are true as saying all of them are true. Right. There's obviously some that are true. Oh yeah, for they're sure. They're not even some a conspiracy; like they're they're proven to be correct. Because like um, I, I remember watching uh, this old. Uh, it's a it was a show called Decoded on History Channel. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Yeah. And they pretty much go through all these conspiracy theories. And I remember watching uh, this one on, like, Abe Lincoln's killer. Oh, yeah. And how he actually didn't die there. They shot some and killed somebody else that looked like him. Yeah. And then he escaped to Texas and just lived out his life in Texas. That's not that bad, honestly. No, it's not crazy. There's nothing, like, devious or sinister about it. It's just like, this guy lucked out. Right. Did you know, last bit we got to edit here because we'll keep going. Yeah. That the CIA actually coined the term conspiracy theory. In order to, like, take away the weight of it. I didn't like, know that. Like, to, like, kind of, like, throwing in some, like, uh, some red herrings there, here and there, to, like, make it seem like, oh, he's a crazy conspiracy theorist. They invented that term to, to like, take people. some heat off uh-huh. from, like, the shit they were doing. Like, it's a conspiracy theory, meaning it's a hoax or shit like that. That's insane. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's really fucky. And then Project fucking, uh, the LSD thing. Project LSD? It's not called Project LSD. It's Project Ver- not not that's not Veritas. Another one, Veritas means truth in Latin, by the way. That's why that one's called Veritas. But uh, it's something where like the CIA would just put LSD in like their uh, their agents' coffee in the morning and not tell them. And there was an account where one agent all of a sudden, like thirty years after he retired, one morning he was drinking coffee in like the late nineties, and I was like, whoa! All of a sudden he was sober. He had been high for the last like fifty years on LSD, and he didn't know it. That's insane. He literally was one morning was just like. What the fuck? His whole life like went by and he didn't realize it. Like he woke up and he was fifty and retired. Do you know how sad that is? Yeah, that sucks ass. It you starts with an M. Project something. Like you don't remember thirty years of your life because you're just high on LSD. Yeah, and didn't know you were high on LSD. Like they wanted to look into what the effects of what LSD would do to people, so they just did shit like that all the that's time. So fucking man. That one's not sinister. That's just like kind of a cock move. That that's a, <laughs> no. That's just a science experiment. That's yeah. what that is, and it's a fucky that they just did that. Super shitty, but did you also know that most of the most of the things we know medically about the human body and physiology is due to the experiments that were ran for on Holocaust people from the forties from the I Germans? Can see that. A lot of the it, a lot of the shit we know is because like hypothermia. It's really depressing. Like but we know I a lot that. because of that because they just experimented well, they were on live f- subjects and they were fuckheads about it. Like they would vivisect people mercilessly i don't even want to go in depth i know they did a lot of shit like, to like twi- twins yeah twins They'd like poke an eye out and see if the tw- other twin could feel it yeah they did some they did yeah, some real fucking shit a lot of like starvation cold oh deprivation gosh. stuff like that yeah it's fucked which all right we better end on that super was, happy note <laughs> which is definitely worse yeah but yeah that um, would be hilarious if this is our last episode and we actually found we're found dead separately after this one <laughs> different dumpsters Actually, last bit, because this is also crazy, it has to do with that. There was, like, a Brazilian, like, model that, like, tweeted something that said, I have information to lead to, like, the arrest of my country's president. I am not going to kill myself. I am not depressed. I do not have a drug problem. If it says I killed myself, it's a lie. They killed me. And then three days later, it says, actress found dead after overdosing on drugs in her apartment or some shit. It's, it's like, okay, bad. really? That's, that is too on the nose. That's nuts. Yeah, I gotta put my mic down. Okay. Um, on that note, 
As always, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoy listening to me talk, go ahead and check out JP and the Beans Talk. Uh, we're on YouTube and everywhere you find podcasts. Um, we're also on Magic Beans Productions on TikTok. And then obviously we're on YouTube for this whole thing. Podcast everywhere. Um, <laughs> Chance, anything you want to plug today? No. Okay. And uh, on that note, God bless.